Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Book of Sales, Bargains, and the Statement of Allah. And Allah has permitted trading and forbidden riba, usury. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 275. And His Statement Save when it is a present trade, which you carry out on the spot among yourselves. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 282. Chapter on what has come in the statement of Allah. Then when the Jumu'ah Salah is ended, you may disperse through the land and seek of the bounty of Allah. And Allah is the best of providers. Quran chapter 62 verse 10 and 11. And also his statement, Eat not up your property among yourselves unjustly, except it be a trade amongst you by mutual consent. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 29 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. You people say that Abu Huraira tells many narrations from Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, and you also wonder why the emigrants and Ansar do not narrate from Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, as Abu Huraira does. My emigrant brothers were busy in the market. While I used to stick to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, content with what fills my stomach. So I used to be present when they were absent. And I used to remember when they used to forget. And my Ansari brothers used to be busy with their properties. And I was one of the poor men of Sufa. I used to remember the narrations when they used to forget. No doubt, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, once said, Whoever spreads his garment till I have finished my present speech and then gathers it to himself will remember whatever I will say. So I spread my colored garment which I was wearing till Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had finished his saying. And then I gathered it to my chest. So I did not forget any of that narration. Narrated Abdul Rahman bin Auf, may Allah be pleased with him, when we came to Al-Madinah as emigrants, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between me and Sa'ad bin al-Rabir. Sa'ad bin al-Rabir said to me, I am the richest among the Ansar, so I will give you half of my wealth, and you may look at my two wives, and whichever of the two you may choose, I will divorce her. And when she has completed the prescribed period, before marriage, you may marry her. Abdul Rahman replied, I am not in need of all that. Is there any marketplace where trade is practiced? He replied, The market of Qaynuqar. Abdul Rahman went to that market the following day and brought some dried buttermilk, yogurt, and butter. And then he continued going there regularly. Few days later, Abdul Rahman came having traces of yellow scent on his body. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, asked him, whether he had got married. He replied in the affirmative. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whom have you married? He replied, A woman from the Ansar. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked, 
How much did you pay her? He replied, I gave her a gold piece, equal in weight to a date stone, or a date stone of gold. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Give a walima, wedding banquet, even if with one sheep. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, when Abdul Rahman bin Auf came to Al Madina, the Prophet peace be upon him established a bond of brotherhood between him and Sa'ad bin Rabir al Ansari. Sa'ad was a rich man, so he said to Abdul Rahman, I will give you half of my property and will make you to marry. Abdul Rahman said to him, May Allah bless you in your family and property. Show me the market. So Abdul Rahman did not return from the market till he gained some dried buttermilk, yogurt, and butter through trading. He brought that to his household. We stayed for some time, or as long as Allah wished. And then, Abdul Rahman came, scented with yellowish perfume. The Prophet peace be upon him said to him, What is this? He replied, I got married to an Ansari woman. The Prophet peace be upon him asked, What did you pay her? He replied, a gold stone, or gold equal to the weight of a date stone. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, Give a walima, wedding banquet, even if with one sheep. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Rukal, Majanna, and Dhil Majaz were marketplaces in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. When Islam came, Muslims felt that in trading there might be a sin. So the divine revelation came. There is no sin on you if you seek the bounty of your Lord during pilgrimage by trading. Quran, chapter 2, verse 198. Ibn Abbas recited the verse in this way. Chapter on legal and illegal things are clearly defined, and in between them are some doubtful, unclear things. Narrated an Norman bin Bashir, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Both legal and illegal things are obvious, and in between them are unclear, doubtful matters, things. So whoever forsakes those doubtful, unclear things, lest he may commit a sin, will definitely avoid what is clearly illegal. And whoever indulges in these unclear, doubtful things bravely is likely to commit what is clearly illegal. Sins are Allah's hima, that is, private pasture. And whoever pastures his sheep near it is likely to get in it at any moment. Footnote Man, here is compared to a shepherd, his desires to a flock of sheep, sins to a private pasture of somebody else, doubtful matters to the region surrounding the pasture and indulgence in doubtful matters to pasture in that region. To pasture, there will probably lead the sheep to enter the private pasture, and the shepherd would be punished for grazing his sheep near the private pasture, which led to such an obvious transgression. Chapter on Explanation of Doubtful, Unclear Things Hassan bin Abu Sinan said, I found nothing easier than to be pious and Allah-fearing, to achieve his aim, leave all doubtful, unclear things, and do what is completely clear of doubt.
narrated Abdullah bin Abu Mulayka. Uqba bin al-Harith, may Allah be pleased with him, said that a black woman came and claimed that she had suckled both of them, that is, Uqba and his wife. So he mentioned that to the Prophet, peace be upon him, who turned his face from him and smiled and said, How can you keep your wife? And it was said that both of you were suckled by the same woman. His wife was the daughter of Abu Ilhab al-Tamimi. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Rutba bin Abu Waqas took a firm promise from his brother Sa'ad bin Abu Waqas to take the son of the slave girl of Zamar into his custody, as he was his, that is, Rutba's son. In the year of the conquest of Mecca, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas took him and said that he was his brother's son, and his brother took a promise from him to that effect. Abd bin Zamar got up and said, He is my brother, and the son of the slave girl of my father, and was born on my father's bed. Then they both went to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Sa'ad said, O Allah's Messenger, he is the son of my brother, and he has taken a promise from me that I will take him. Abd ibn Zamar said, He is my brother, and the son of my father's slave girl, and was born on my father's bed. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The boy is for you, O Abd ibn Zamar. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The son is for the bed, that is, the man on whose bed he was born, and stones, despair, that is, to be stoned to death, for the one who has done illegal sexual intercourse. The Prophet, peace be upon him, told his wife, Sauda bint Zamar, to screen herself from that boy, as he noticed a similarity between the boy and Uthba, so the boy did not see her till he died. Footnote Uthba committed adultery in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, and before his death he declared that secret and confessed that the son of the slave girl was his son, and most probably he died as a disbeliever. Narrated Adi bin Hatim, may Allah be pleased with him, I asked Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about al-mi'rad, that is, sharp-edged piece of wood or a piece of wood provided with a sharp piece of iron used for hunting. He replied, If the game is hit by its sharp edge, eat it, and if it is hit by its broadside, do not eat it, for it has been beaten to death. I asked, O Allah's Messenger, I release my hound by the name of Allah, and find with it at the game another hound on which I have not mentioned the name of Allah, and I do not know which one of them caught the game. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to him, Don't eat it, as you have mentioned the name of Allah on your hound, and not on the other. Chapter on What Doubtful, Unclear Things Should Be Avoided Narrated Anas May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, passed by a fallen date and said, Were it not for my doubt that this might have been given in charity, I would have eaten it. And narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I found a date fruit fallen on my bed. Chapter on whoever does not consider dark suggestions by one's own self or similar things as doubtful unclear things. Narrated Abad bin Tamim that his uncle said 
the Prophet peace be upon him was asked, If a person feels something during his salah, should one interpret his salah? The Prophet peace be upon him said no. You should not give it up unless you hear a sound or smell something. Narrated Ibn Abi Hafsa Az-Zuhri said, There is no need of repeating ablution unless you detect a smell or hear a sound. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Some people said, O Allah's Messenger, meat is brought to us by some people, and we are not sure whether the name of Allah has been mentioned on it or not at the time of slaughtering the animals. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to them, Mention the name of Allah and eat it. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when they see some merchandise or some amusement, beating of tambur, drum, etc., they disperse headlong to it. Quran, Chapter 62, Verse 11 Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, while we were offering the salah with the Prophet peace be upon him, a caravan carrying food came from Sham. The people looked towards the caravan and went to it, and only twelve persons remained with the Prophet peace be upon him. So the divine revelation came, and when they see some merchandise or some amusement, beating of tambur, drum, etc., they disperse headlong to it. Quran, Chapter 62 Verse 11 Chapter on the one who does not care from where he earns his money, that is, whether through legal or illegal ways. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, A time will come upon the people when one will not care how one gains one's money, legally or illegally. Chapter on Trade of Cloth and Other Things And the Statement of Allah Men whom neither trade nor sale business diverts them from the remembrance of Allah with heart and tongue. Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 37 Qafada said, The people used to do sale and trade, but whenever they were to perform any of Allah's obligations, then trade and sale would not divert them from Allah's worship, but they would rather fulfill that obligation to Allah. Narrated Abul Minhal, I used to practice money exchange, and I asked Zayd bin Arqam, may Allah be pleased with him about it, and he narrated what the Prophet peace be upon him said as follows. Abul Minhal said, I asked Al-Barar bin Azib and Zayd bin Arqam about practicing money exchange. They replied, We were traitors in the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. And I asked Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about money exchange. He replied, If it is from hand to hand, then there is no harm in it. But if there is nasiyah, delay in payment, then it is not permissible. See Hadith number 2178. 2180. Chapter 79 and 80. Chapter on Going Out for Trading And the Statement of Allah You may disperse through the land and seek of the bounty of Allah by working. Quran, Chapter 62, Verse 10 Narrated Ubaid bin Umayl Abu Musa asked, Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, 
to admit him, but he was not admitted, as Umar was busy. So Abu Musa went back. When Umar finished his job, he said, Didn't I hear the voice of Abdullah bin Qais? Let him come in. Umar was told that he had left, so he sent for him, and on his arrival, he, Abu Musa said, We were ordered to do so, that is, to leave, if not admitted after asking permission thrice. Umar told him, Bring witness in proof of your statement. Abu Musa went to the Ansar's meeting places and asked them. They said, None amongst us will give this witness except the youngest of us, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. Abu Musa then took Abu Sa'id al-Khudri to Umar, and Umar said surprisingly, Has this order of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, been hidden from me? Then he added, I used to be busy trading in markets, that is, going out for trading. Chapter on Trading in Sea And Mathar said, There is no harm in it, and whatever Allah has mentioned about it in the Qur'an is but the truth. Then he, Mathar, recited, And you see the ships plowing through it, that you may seek thus of his bounty, by transporting the goods from place to place. Qur'an, Chapter 16, Verse 14 Abu Hurairah May Allah be pleased with him, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, mentioned a person from Bani Israel who traveled by sea and carried out his needs. Then he narrated the whole story. See Hadith number 2291. Chapter on Allah's Statement And when they see some merchandise or some amusement, beating of tambour, drum, etc., they disperse headlong to it. Qur'an, chapter 62, verse 11. And Allah's statement, Men whom neither trade nor sale divert them from the remembrance of Allah. Qur'an, chapter 24, verse 37. Qutadah said, The people used to trade, but whenever they were to perform any of Allah's obligations, then neither trade nor sale would divert them from the remembrance of Allah, but they would rather fulfill that obligation. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, a caravan arrived at Al-Madinah while we were offering the Jumu'ah prayer with the Prophet peace be upon him. The people left and went out for the caravan with the exception of twelve persons. Then this verse was revealed. And when they see some merchandise or some amusement, beating of tambour, drum, etc., they disperse headlong to it, and leave you standing. Qur'an, chapter 62, verse 11. Chapter on Allah's statement, Spend of the good things which you have legally earned. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 267. Narrated Aisha, May Allah be pleased with her. The Prophet peace be upon him said, If a woman gives in charity from her house meals without wasting, that is, being extravagant, she will get the reward of her giving, and her husband will also get the reward for his earning, and the storekeeper will also get a similar reward. The acquisition of the reward of none of them will reduce the reward of the others. Narrated Abu Hurairah, 
May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, If a woman gives something, that is, in charity, from her husband's earnings without his permission, she will get half his reward. Chapter on Whoever Liked to Expand in His Sustenance Narrated Anas bin Malik, May Allah be pleased with him, I heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him saying, Whoever desires an expansion in his sustenance and age should keep good relations with his gift and kin. Chapter on the Prophet peace be upon him purchased food grains on credit. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the Prophet peace be upon him purchased food grains from a Jew on credit and mortgaged his iron armor to him. Narrated Qafadah, Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, went to the Prophet peace be upon him with barley bread having some dissolved fat on it. The Prophet peace be upon him had mortgaged his armor to a Jew in al Madina and took from him some barley for his family. Anas heard him saying, The household of Muhammad, peace be upon him, did not possess even a single sar of wheat or food grains for their evening meal, although he has nine wives to look after. See Hadith number 2508. Chapter on the Earnings of a Person and His Manual Labor Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when Abu Bakr siddiq was chosen caliph, he said, My people know that my profession was not incapable of providing sustenance to my family, and as I will be busy serving the Muslim nation, my family will eat from the national treasury of Muslims, and I will practice the profession of serving the Muslims. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the companions of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to practice manual labor, so their sweat used to smell, and they were advised to take a bath. Narrated Al-Miqdam, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Nobody has ever eaten a better meal than that which one has earned by working with one's own hands. The Prophet of Allah, Daud, David, alayhi salam, used to eat from the earnings of his manual labor. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The Prophet Daud, David, alayhi salam, used not to eat except from the earnings of his manual labor. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, No doubt, it is better for any one of you to cut a bundle of wood and carry it over his back, rather than to ask somebody who may or may not give him. See Hadith number 2374. Narrated as Zubair bin al-Awam, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, one would rather take a rope and cut wood and carry it than to ask others. Chapter on One Should Be Lenient and Generous in Bargaining, and whoever demands his debts back should do so in a modest, lenient manner. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, May Allah's mercy be on him who is lenient in his buying, selling, and in demanding back his money. 
chapter on whoever gave time to a rich person to pay at his convenience. Narrating Hudayfa, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Before your time, the angels took the soul of a man and asked him, Did you do any good deeds in your life? He replied, I used to order my employees to grant time to the rich person to pay his debts at his convenience and excuse the one in hard circumstances. So Allah said to the angels, Excuse him. Rabir said that the dead man said, I used to be easy to the rich and grant time to the one in hard circumstances. Or, in another narration, grant time to the well-off and forgive the one in hard circumstances. Or, accept from the well-off and forgive the one in hard circumstances. Chapter on whoever waited for a person in hard circumstances to pay back his debt, that is, when he is able to repay. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, There was a merchant who used to lend the people, and whenever his debtor was in straitened circumstances, he would say to his employees, Forgive him, so that Allah may forgive us. So Allah forgave him. Chapter on if both the seller and the buyer explain the good and bad points concerning the transaction and hide nothing and give sincere advice, then they are blessed in their bargain. Al-Adda bin Khalid said, The Prophet peace be upon him got his statement written for me. This is what Muhammad, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, bought from Adda bin Khalid as a Muslim sells to another Muslim, and that it that is, the bought slave is neither sick nor bad-behaved nor stolen. Qatawa said that al-ghaila means adultery, theft, or the slave who runs away. It was said to Ibrahim, some brokers named their stables and the stables of Khurasan and Sijistan and say, it, that is, the animal, arrived from Khurasan only yesterday, or it came from Sejistan today. Ibrahim hated that very much. Uqba bin Amir said, It is illegal for one to sell a thing if one knows that it has a defect, unless one informs the buyer of that defect. Narrated Hakim bin Hizam, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, the seller and the buyer have the right to keep or return goods as long as they have not parted, or till they part. And if both the parties spoke the truth and described the defects and qualities of the goods, then they would be blessed in their transaction. And if they told lies or hid something, then the blessings of their transaction would be lost. Chapter on Selling of Mixed Dates Narrated Abu Sa'id, may Allah be pleased with him, we used to be given mixed dates from the booty, and used to sell barter to Sara of those dates for one Sara of good dates. The Prophet peace be upon him said to us, No bartering of two Sara for one Sara, nor two dirhams for one dirham is permissible, as that is a kind of a riba, usury. See Hadith 
number 2201 and 2202. Chapter on what is said about the meat seller and the butcher. Narrated Abu Mas'ud, an Ansari man called Abu Shu'ib came and told his butcher slave, Prepare meals sufficient for five persons, for I want to invite the Prophet peace be upon him, along with four other persons, as I saw signs of hunger on his face. Abu Shu'ib invited them, and another person came along with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Abu Shu'ib, This man followed us, so if you allow him, he will join us, and if you want him to return, he will go back. Abu Shu'aib said, No, I have allowed him. That is, he too is welcomed to the meal. Chapter on what is said regarding the loss of blessing if one tells lies or hides the facts in a deal. Narrated Hakim bin Hizam, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, The buyer and the seller have the option to cancel or to confirm the deal as long as they have not parted, or till they part. If they spoke the truth, and told each other the defects of the things, then blessings would be in their deal. And if they hid something and told lies, the blessing of the deal would be lost. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, eat not riba, usury, doubled and multiplied. Quran, Chapter 3 Verse 130 Footnote Riba Usury Which is of two major kinds Riba nasiya That is interest on lent money Riba fadl That is taking a superior thing of the same kind of goods By giving more of the same kind of goods Of inferior quality That is dates of superior quality For dates of inferior quality in greater amount. Islam strictly forbids all kinds of usury. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Certainly a time will come when people will not bother to know from where they earn the money, by lawful means or the unlawful means. See Hadith number 2059. Chapter on the Sin of One Who Eats Riba, Usury, Its Witness, and Its Writer And the Statement of Allah Those who eat riba, usury, will not stand on the day of resurrection except like standing of a person beaten by shaitan, satin, leading him to insanity. That is because they say, trading is only like riba, whereas Allah has permitted trading and forbidden riba. So, whosoever receives an admonition from his Lord and stops eating riba shall not be punished for the past. His case is for Allah to judge. But whoever returns to riba, such are the dwellers of the fire, they will abide therein. Quran, chapter 2, verse 275. Narrated Aisha. May Allah be pleased with her. When the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah were revealed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited them in the mosque and proclaimed the trade of alcohol, that is, liquors as illegal.
Footnote Imam al-Bukhari includes this hadith here because the last verses of Surah al-Baqarah deal with the topic of riba too. Narrated Samura bin Jundab, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, This night I dreamt that two men came and took me to a sacred land, whence we proceeded on till we reached a river of blood, and in it, its middle, there was a man, and on its bank was standing another man with stones in his hands. The man in the middle of the river tried to come out, but the other threw a stone in his mouth and forced him to go back to his original place. So whenever he tried to come out, the other man would throw a stone in his mouth and force him to go back to his former place. I asked, Who is this? I was told, The person in the river was a riba eater. Chapter on the Sin of Riba Giver As is referred to the statement of Allah O you who believe, be afraid of Allah and give up what remains due to you from riba from now onwards if you are really believers and if you do not do it then take a notice of war from Allah and His Messenger but if you repent you shall have your capital sums Deal not unjustly by asking more than your capital sums, and you shall not be dealt with unjustly by receiving less than your capital sums. And if the debtor is in a hard time, has no money, then grant him time till it is easy for him to repay. But if you remit it by way of charity, that is better for you if you did but know, and be afraid of the day when you shall be brought back to Allah then every person shall be paid what he earned, and they shall not be dealt with unjustly. Quran, chapter 2, verse 278 to 281. Ibn Abbas said, This was the last verse revealed to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Aun bin Abu Juhayfa, My father bought a slave who practiced the profession of cupping, my father broke the slave's instruments of cupping. I asked my father why he had done so. He replied, The Prophet peace be upon him forbade the acceptance of the prize of a dog or blood, and also forbade the profession of tattooing or getting tattooed, and the eater of riba, and also the one who gives it, and cursed the picture makers. See Hadith number 2238. Chapter on Allah will destroy riba and will give increase for sadaqah, deeds of charity, alms, and Allah likes not the disbelievers, sinners. Quran, chapter 2, verse 276. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, I heard Allah's messenger peace be upon him saying, the swearing by the seller may persuade the buyer to purchase the goods, but that will be deprived by Allah's blessing. Footnote Hadith number 2087 confirms the fact that when you earn illegally, decreases ultimately, for it will be deprived by Allah's blessing, and it will result in bringing about punishment in the hereafter. While what you give in charity will be compensated 
for by the blessing of Allah many times, and you will be rewarded for it in the hereafter as well. Chapter on what is disapproved of as regards giving oaths, swearing while selling. Narrated Abdullah bin Abu Aufa, may Allah be pleased with him, a man displayed some goods in the market and swore by Allah that he had been offered so much for that, that which was not offered, and he said that so as to cheat a Muslim. On that occasion the following verse was revealed. Verily, those who purchase a small gain at the cost of Allah's covenant and their oaths. Quran, chapter 3, verse 77. Chapter on what is said about the goldsmiths. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Do not cut the shrubs of Mecca. Al-Abbas said, Except Al-Ilkhir, a kind of grass. It is used by their blacksmith and for their houses. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Except Al-Ilkhir. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, I got an old she-camel as my share from the booty, and the Prophet peace be upon him had given me another from Al-Khumus. And when I intended to marry Fatima, may Allah be pleased with her, daughter of the Prophet peace be upon him, I arranged that a goldsmith from the tribe of Bani Qaynuqa would accompany me in order to bring Idhkhir and then sell it to the goldsmiths and use its prize for my marriage banquet. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Allah made Mecca a sanctuary, and it was neither permitted for anyone before, nor will it be permitted for anyone after me, to fight in it. And fighting in it was made legal for me for a few hours of a day only. None is allowed to uproot its thorny shrubs, or to cut down its trees, or to chase its game, or to pick up its lukofa, fallen things, except by a person who would announce it publicly. Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib requested the Prophet, peace be upon him, except al-idhkhir, for our goldsmiths and for the roofs of our houses. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, except al-idhkhir. Ikrama said, Do you know what is meant by chasing its game? It is to drive it out of the shade and to sit in its place. Khalid said, Abbas said, Al-Idhqir, for our goldsmiths and our graves. Chapter on the Mentioning of Blacksmiths Narrated Khabbab, may Allah be pleased with him, I was a blacksmith in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, and Ras bin Wail owed me some money. So I went to him to demand it. He said to me, I will not pay you unless you disbelieve Muhammad, peace be upon him. I said, I will not disbelieve till Allah kills you, and then you get resurrected. He said, Leave me till I die, and get resurrected. Then I will be given wealth and children, and I will pay you your debt. On that occasion, it was revealed to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Have you seen him? who disbelieved in our ayah, this Qur'an, and Muhammad, peace be upon him, and said, I shall certainly be given wealth and children, 
if I will be alive again? Has he known the unseen, or has he taken a covenant from the most gracious Allah? Quran, chapter 19, verse 77 and 78. Chapter on the mentioning of the tailor. Narrated Ishaq bin Abdullah Abu Talha. I heard Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, saying, A tailor invited Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, to a meal which he had prepared. Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I accompanied Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, to that meal. He served the Prophet, peace be upon him, with bread and soup, made with gourd and dried meat. I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, taking the pieces of gourd from the dish. Anas added, Since that day, I have continued to like gourd. Chapter on the Weaver Narrated Abu Hazim I heard Sahal bin Sa'ad, may Allah be pleased with him, saying, A woman brought a burda, that is, a square piece of cloth having frills. I asked, Do you know what a burda is? They replied in the affirmative and said, It is a cloth sheet with woven margins. Sahal went on. She addressed the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, I have woven it with my hands for you to wear. The Prophet, peace be upon him, took it as he was in need of it, and came to us wearing it as a waist sheet. A man from those who were present there said, O Allah's Messenger, give it to me to wear. The Prophet, peace be upon him, agreed to give it to him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sat with the people for a while and then returned home, wrapped that waist sheet and sent it to him. The people said to that man, You have not done well by asking him for it, when you know that he never turns down anybody's request. The man replied, By Allah, I have not asked him for it except to use it as my shroud when I die. Sahal added, Later, it, that is, that sheet was his shroud. Chapter on the Carpenter Narrated Abu Hazim Some men came to Sahal bin Sa'ad to ask him about the pulpit. He replied, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent for a woman. Sahal named her. This message, Order your slave carpenter to make pieces of wood, that is, a pulpit, for me, so that I may sit on it while addressing the people. So she ordered him to make it from the tamarisk of the forest. He brought it to her, and she sent it to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered it to be placed in the mosque. So it was put, and he sat on it. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, an Ansari woman said to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, O Allah's Messenger, shall I make something for you to sit on, as I have a slave who is a carpenter? He replied, If you wish. So she got a pulpit made for him. When it was Friday, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sat on that pulpit. The date palm stem, near which the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to deliver his khutbah, religious talks, cried so much so that it was about to burst. The Prophet, peace be upon him, came down from the pulpit to the stem and embraced it, and it started groaning like a child being persuaded to stop crying and then it stopped crying. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, It has cried 
because of missing what it used to hear of the religious knowledge. See Volume 4, Hadith number 3583. Chapter on the Purchase by the Ruler of His Necessities by Himself Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, bought a camel from Umar. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, purchased goods by himself. Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with them, said, A mushrik came with sheep, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, bought a sheep from him, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, also bought a camel from Jabir. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, bought food grains from a Jew on credit and mortgaged his armor to him. Chapter on the Purchase of Animals and Donkeys If somebody buys an animal or a camel and the seller is still riding over it, will the bargain be guarded as settled before the seller gets down from it? Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, the Prophet, peace be upon him, told Umar to sell that unmanageable, untamed camel to him. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, I was with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in a Ghazwa, military expedition, and my camel was slow and exhausted. The Prophet, peace be upon him, came up to me and said, O Jabir, I replied, Yes. He said, What is the matter with you? I replied, my camel is slow and tired, so I am left behind. So he got down and poked the camel with his stick, and then ordered me to ride. I rode the camel, and it became so fast that I had to hold it from going ahead of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. He then asked me, Have you got married? I replied in the affirmative. He asked, A virgin or a matron? I replied, I married a matron. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Why have you not married a virgin, so that you may play with her and she may play with you? Jabir replied, I have sisters, young in age, so I liked to marry a matron who could collect them all and comb their hair and look after them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You will reach home. So when you have arrived at home, I advise you to associate with your wife that you may have an intelligent son. Then he asked me, Would you like to sell your camel? I replied in the affirmative, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, purchased it for one urqiyah of gold. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, reached Al-Madinah before me, and I reached in the morning. And when I went to the mosque, I found him at the door of the mosque. He asked me, Have you arrived just now? I replied in the affirmative. He said, Leave your camel and come into the mosque and offer a tulraqa'ah, prayer. I entered and offered the salah. He told Bilal to weigh and give me one urqiyah of gold. So Bilal weighed for me fairly, and I went away. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent for me, and I thought that he would return to me my camel, which I hated more than anything else. But the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to me, Take your camel as well as its price. Chapter on the Markets of the Pre-Islamic Period of Ignorance, where the people continued to trade after embracing Islam. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Rukal, Majanna, 
and Lulmajaz were markets in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. When the people embraced Islam, they considered it a sin to trade there. So the following verse came. There is no sin on you if you seek the bounty of your Lord, during pilgrimage, by trading, etc. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 198 Ibn Abbas recited it like this. Chapter on Purchasing of Camel Suffering from Skin Disease or Disease Causing Severe Thirst Narrated Amr Here, that is, in Mecca, there was a man called Nawaz, and he had camels suffering from a disease causing excessive and unquenchable thirst. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, went to the partner of Nawaz and bought those camels. The man returned to Nawaz and told him that he had sold those camels. Nawaz asked him, To whom have you sold them? He replied, To such and such shaykh. Nawaz said, Woe to you! By Allah, that shaykh was Ibn Umar. Nawaz then went to Ibn Umar and said to him, my partner sold you camels suffering from a disease causing excessive thirst, and he had not known you. Ibn Umar told him to take them back. When Nawaz went to take them, Ibn Umar said to him, Leave it as I am happy with the decision of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, that there is no adwa, that is, no contagious disease is conveyed to others without Allah's permission. Chapter on Selling of Arms During the Period of Al-Fitna, Trial, Affliction, and Otherwise Imran bin Hussein hated the selling of arms during Al-Fitna, Trial, Affliction. Narrated Abu Qadada, may Allah be pleased with him, we set out with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, in the year of the Battle of Hunayn. The Prophet, peace be upon him, gave me an armor. I sold that armor and bought a garden in the region of the tribe of Bani Salama, and that was the first property I got after embracing Islam. Chapter on what is said about the perfume seller and the selling of musk. Narrated Abu Musa, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, The example of a good companion who sits with you in comparison with a bad one is like that of the owner of musk, perfume seller, and the owner of bellows, or furnace, blacksmith. From the first, you would either buy musk or enjoy its good smell, while the owner of bellows, blacksmith, would either burn your clothes or your house, or you get a bad nasty smell thereof. Chapter on the mentioning of al-Hajjam, that is, the one who practices cupping. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, Abu Taiba cupped Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. So he, peace be upon him, ordered that he be paid one sara of dates and ordered his masters to reduce his tax, as he was a slave and had to pay a tax to them. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, once the Prophet, peace be upon him, got his blood out medically, and paid that person who had done it. If it had been illegal, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would not have paid him. Chapter on the Trade of Cloth 
the wearing of which is considered undesirable, both for men and women. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, once the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent to Umar a silken two-piece garment, and when he saw Umar wearing it, he said to him, I have not sent it to you to wear. It is worn by him who has no share in the hereafter, and I have sent it to you so that you could benefit by it, that is, sell it. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Mother of the Believers, I bought a cushion with pictures on it. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saw it, he kept standing at the door and did not enter the house. I noticed the sign of disgust on his face. So I said, O Allah's Messenger, I repent to Allah and His Messenger, peace be upon him. Please let me know what sin I have done. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, What about this cushion? I replied, I bought it for you to sit and recline on. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The painters, that is, owners of these pictures, will be punished on the day of resurrection. It will be said to them, Put life in what you have created, that is, painted. The Prophet, peace be upon him, added, The angels do not enter a house in which there are pictures. Chapter on the owner of a thing has to suggest a price. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Bani Najjar, suggest a price of your garden. Part of it was a ruin, and it contained some date palms. Chapter on For What Period Has One to Confirm or Cancel the Bargain Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, The buyer and the seller have the option to cancel or confirm the bargain before they separate from each other, or if the sale is optional. Footnote If the bargain is concluded, but the buyer and seller are still at the place where the bargain has taken place, they have the right to cancel or confirm the bargain. If they separate, they no longer have such an option. If while they are still together, one of them gives the other the option of canceling or confirming the bargain, and they agree upon a decision, the bargain is regarded as final even though they have not separated. On the other hand, if the buyer and the seller agree upon having the option of cancelling or confirming the bargain after they separate, the bargain is not regarded as final unless the period of the option has elapsed. Al-Qastalani, Volume 4 Nafir said, Ibn Umar used to separate quickly from the seller if he had bought a thing which he liked. Narrated Hakim bin Hizam, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The buyer and the seller have the options of cancelling or confirming the deal unless they separate. Chapter on If the time for the option is not fixed, will the deal be considered as legal? Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The seller and the buyer have the option of cancelling or confirming the deal unless they separate, or one of them says to the other, Choose, that is, decide to cancel or confirm the bargain now. Perhaps he said, or if it is an optional sale. 
chapter on both the buyer and the seller have the option to cancel or confirm the bargain unless they separate. Ibn Umar, Shuraib, Ash-Sharbi, Fa'uz, and Ibn Abu Mulaika agree upon this judgment. Narrated Hakim bin Hizam, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, the buyer and the seller have the option of cancelling or confirming the bargain unless they separate, and if they spoke the truth and made clear the defects of the goods, then they would be blessed in their bargain, and if they told lies and had some facts, their bargains would be deprived of Allah's blessings. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, both the buyer and the seller have the option of cancelling or confirming a bargain unless they separate, or the sale is optional. See Hadith number 2107. Chapter on if the buyer and the seller give each other the option of cancelling the bargain immediately after the bargain is made, while they are still together, the bargain is rendered final, even if they did not separate. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Both the buyer and the seller have the option of cancelling or confirming the bargain, as long as they are still together, and unless they separate or one of them gives the other the option of keeping or returning the things, and a decision is concluded then, in which case the bargain is considered as final. If they separate after the bargain, and none of them has rejected it, then the bargain is rendered final. Chapter on Is Selling Permissible If the Seller Has the Option of Cancelling the Bargain? Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, No deal is settled and finalized unless the buyer and the seller separate, except if the deal is optional whereby the validity of the bargain depends on the stipulations agreed upon. Narrated Hakim bin Hizam, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Both the buyer and the seller have the option of cancelling or confirming the bargain unless they separate. The sub-narrator, Hammam, said, I found this in my book. Both the buyer and the seller have the option of either confirming or cancelling the bargain three times, and if they speak the truth and mention the defects, then their bargains will be blessed. And if they tell lies and conceal the defects, they might gain some financial gain, but they will deprive their sale of Allah's blessings. Chapter on what is said if somebody buys a thing and gives it as a present to someone else at that very moment before separating from the seller, and the seller has had no objection to the buyer's action, or if someone buys a slave and then manumits him. Fa'u said that if somebody bought a thing with mutual agreement and then sold it, then that was his property, and the profit would be for him. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, we were accompanying the Prophet peace be upon him on a journey and I was riding an unmanageable camel belonging to Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, and I could not bring it under my control. So it used to go ahead of the party, and Umar would check it 
and forced it to retreat, and again it went ahead, and again Umar forced it to retreat. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Umar to sell that camel to him. Umar replied, It is for you, O Allah's Messenger. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, told Umar to sell that camel to him, not to give it as a gift. So Umar sold it to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Abdullah bin Umar, The camel is for you, O Abdullah, as a present, and you could do with it whatever you like. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. I bartered my property in Khaybar to Uthman, chief of the faithful believers, for his property in Al-Wadi. When we finished the deal, I left immediately and got out of his house lest he should cancel the deal. For the tradition was that the buyer and the seller had the option of cancelling the bargain unless they separated. When our deal was completed, I came to know that I had been unfair to Uthman, for by selling him my land, I caused him to be in the land of Thamud, at a distance of three days' journey from Al-Madinah, while he made me nearer to Al-Madinah, at a distance of three days' journey from my former land. Footnote Khaybar is sixth stages to the northwest of Al-Madinah. Al-Wadi is a district near Al-Madinah. Chapter on what is disliked as regards cheating in business. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, a person came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and told him that he was always betrayed in purchasing. The Prophet, peace be upon him, told him to see at the time of buying. No cheating. That is, he has the right to return it if found undesirable. Chapter on what is said about markets. And narrated Abdul Rahman bin Auf. On our arrival in Al Madina, I asked whether there was a market of trading. Somebody said, There is the market of Qaynuqa. Narrated Anas, Abdul Rahman said, Show me the market. And Umar said, Trading in the market diverted by attention from better things. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, An army will invade the Garba, and when the invaders reach Al-Ba'idah, all the ground will sink and swallow the whole army. I said, O Allah's Messenger, how will they sink into the ground, while amongst them will be their markets, the people who worked in business and not invaders, and the people not belonging to them? The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, All of those people will sink but they will be resurrected and judged according to their intentions. Footnote The Arabic word for markets occurs in some narrations in the form of other words, which are also probable. Those probable words stand for such words as nobles or other people. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The Congregational Salah of anyone amongst you is more than twenty-five or twenty-seven times in reward than his salah in the market or in his house. For if he performs ablution perfectly and then goes to the mosque with the sole intention of performing the salah and nothing urges him to proceed to the mosque except the salah, then on every step which he takes towards the mosque 
he will be raised one degree, or one of his sins will be forgiven. The angels will keep on asking Allah's forgiveness and blessings for any one of you so long as he keeps sitting at his praying place. The angels will say, O Allah, bless him. O Allah, be merciful to him. As long as he does not do hadath or a thing which gives trouble to the other. The Prophet peace be upon him further said, One is regarded in salah so long as one is waiting for the salah. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, while the Prophet peace be upon him was in the market, somebody called, O Abul Qasim. The Prophet peace be upon him turned to him. The man said, I have called to this, that is another man. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Name yourselves by my name, but not by my kunniya, surname. In Arab world, it is the custom to call the man as the father of his eldest son. For example, Abu Qasim, see volume 4, hadith number 3537. Footnote. Kunia means calling a man, O father of so and so, or calling a woman, O mother of so and so, and this is a custom of the Arabs. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, a man at Al-Baqi called, O Abu Qasim, the Prophet peace be upon him turned to him, and the man said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, I did not intend to call you. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Name yourselves by my name, but not by my kunniya, surname. Narrated Abu Huraira al-Dawsi, May Allah be pleased with him, Once the Prophet, peace be upon him, went out during the day. Neither did he talk to me, nor I to him, till he reached the market of Bani Qaynuqa. And then he sat in the compound of Fatima's house and asked about the small boy, his grandson, Al-Hassan. May Allah be pleased with him. But Fatima kept the boy in for a while. I thought she was either changing his clothes or giving the boy a bath. After a while, the boy came out running and the Prophet, peace be upon him, embraced and kissed him and then said, O oh Allah, love him and love whoever loves him. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, told us that the people used to buy food from the caravans in the lifetime of the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, used to forbid them to sell it at the very place where they had purchased it, but they were to wait till they carried it to the market where foodstuff was sold. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, the Prophet peace be upon him also forbade the reselling of foodstuff by somebody who had bought it unless he had received it, all the measure which he has bought, in full measure. Chapter on the Dislike of Raising Voices in the Market Narrated Atha bin Yasar, I met Abdullah bin Amr bin al-Aras and asked him, Tell me about the description of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, which is mentioned in the Torah. He replied, Yes, by Allah, he is described in the Torah with some of the qualities attributed to him in the Qur'an as follows. O Prophet, we have sent you as a witness for Allah's true religion and a giver of glad tidings to the faithful believers and a warner to the disbelievers and guardian of the illiterates. You are my slave and my messenger. 
I have named you Al-Mutawakkil, who depends upon Allah. You are neither discourteous, harsh, nor a noisemaker in the markets, and you do not do evil to those who do evil to you, but you deal with them with forgiveness and kindness. Allah will not let him, the Prophet peace be upon him, die, till he makes straight the crooked people by making them say, La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, with which will be opened blind eyes, deaf ears, and enveloped hearts. Chapter on weighing or measuring goods is to be done by the seller or the giver. And the statement of Allah, And when they have to give by measure or weight to other men, give less than due. Quran, chapter 83, verse 3. The Prophet peace be upon him said, When you receive what you buy by measure, let it be exact full measure. Narrated Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Prophet peace be upon him told him, If you are the seller, you have to measure, and if you are the buyer, then let the seller measure for you. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, he who buys foodstuff should not sell it till he takes all the measure which he has bought in full. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, Abdullah bin Amr bin Haram died and was in debt to others. I asked the Prophet peace be upon him to intercede with his creditors for some reduction in the debts. The Prophet peace be upon him requested them to reduce the debts. But they refused. The Prophet peace be upon him said to me, Go and put your dates in heaps according to their different kinds. The Ajwa on one side, the cluster of Zaid on the other side, etc. Then call me. I did that and called the Prophet peace be upon him. He came and sat at the head or in the middle of the heaps and ordered me, Measure the dates for the people, creditors. I measured for them till I paid all the debts. My dates remained as if nothing had been taken from them. In other narrations, Jabir said, the Prophet peace be upon him said, he, that is, Abdullah, continued measuring for them till he paid all the debts. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Abdullah, cut clusters for him, that is, one of the creditors, and measure for him in full. Chapter on what is considered preferable regarding measuring. Narrated Al-Miqdam bin Mardi Karib. May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Measure your food stuff and you will be blessed. Chapter on Allah's blessing in the Sara and Mud of the Prophet peace be upon him. This has been narrated by Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, on the authority of the Prophet peace be upon him. Narrated Abdullah bin Zayd, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, The Prophet Ibrahim, Abraham, made Mecca a sanctuary, and asked for Allah's blessing in it. I made Al-Madina a sanctuary as Ibrahim made Mecca a sanctuary, and I asked for Allah's blessing in its measures, the Mud and the Sara, as Ibrahim did for Mecca. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, 
bestow your blessings on their measures. Bless their mud and sara. The Prophet, peace be upon him, meant the people of Al-Madina. Chapter on what is said about the selling of the foodstuff and its storage. Narrated Salim that his father said, I saw those who used to buy foodstuff without measuring or weighing in the lifetime of the Prophet, peace be upon him, being punished if they sold it before carrying it to their own houses. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of foodstuff before its measuring and transferring into one's possession. I asked Ibn Abbas, how is that? Ibn Abbas replied, it will be just like selling money for money, as the foodstuff has not been handed over to the first purchaser, who is the present seller. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, he who buys foodstuff should not sell it till he has received it. Narrated Al-Zuhri, on the authority of Malik bin Aus, that the latter said, Who has change? Talha said, I will have change when our storekeeper comes from the forest. Narrated Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The bartering for gold for gold is riba, usury, except if it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount, and wheat grain for wheat grain is riba, except if it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount, and dates for dates is riba, except if it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount, and barley for barley is riba, except if it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount. Footnote. Some said, gold for gold. See riba al-fadl in the glossary. Chapter on the selling of foodstuff before receiving it and the selling of a thing which you don't have. Footnote. If one buys foodstuff for one pound and sells it for two pounds before receiving it from the first seller, the transaction is illegal, for it is usurious, for it is as if one bartered gold for gold, one pound for two pound. It is also the sale of something absent for something present which is also illegal. Al-Qastalani, Volume 4 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him forbade the selling of foodstuff before receiving it. I consider that all types of sellings should be done in the same way. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, the buyer of foodstuff should not sell it before it has been measured for him. Ismail narrated instead, he should not sell it before receiving it. Chapter on whoever had the opinion that whoever bought foodstuff without measuring or weighing blindly should not sell it before bringing it into his house and the punishment for whoever disobeys this order. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, I saw the people buy foodstuff randomly, that is, blindly, without measuring it, in the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and they were punished by beating, if they tried to sell it before carrying it to their own houses. Chapter on if somebody buys some goods or an animal, and let it with the seller, 
or it dies before he takes it into his possession. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, If at the time of the transaction the sold animal is living, and then it dies while still in the custody of the seller, then the buyer is the loser. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Rarely did the Prophet, peace be upon him, fail to visit Abu Bakr's house every day, either in the morning or in the evening. When the permission for emigration to Al-Madinah was granted, all of a sudden, the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to us at noon, and Abu Bakr was informed, who said, Certainly the Prophet, peace be upon him, has come for some urgent matter. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Abu Bakr, When the latter entered, Let nobody stay in your home. Abu Bakr said, O Allah's Messenger, there are only my two daughters, namely Aisha and Asma present. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I feel, am informed, that I have been granted the permission for emigration. Abu Bakr said, I will accompany you, O Allah's Messenger. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You will accompany me. Abu Bakr then said, O Allah's Messenger, I have two she-camels. I have prepared specially for emigration, so I offer you one of them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I have accepted it on the condition that I will pay its price. Chapter on a seller should not urge somebody in case of optional sale to cancel a bargain the latter has already agreed upon with another seller so as to sell him his own goods. And a buyer should not urge the seller to cancel a bargain already agreed upon with another buyer, so as to buy the goods himself, unless they are given permission in both cases, or the bargains are cancelled with the willingness of both the seller and the buyer. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not urge somebody to return when he has already bought, that is, in optional sale from another seller, so as to sell him your own goods. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of things by a town dweller on behalf of a desert dweller. And similarly, Najish was forbidden. And one should not urge somebody to return the goods to the seller so as to sell him his own goods, nor should one demand the hand of a girl who has already been engaged to someone else. And a woman should not try to cause some other woman to be divorced in order to take her place. Footnote Najish Najish means to offer a high price for something without having the intention to buy it, but just to cheat somebody else who really wants to buy it. Such a person may agree with the seller to offer high prices before the buyers to cheat them. In which case, both this man and the seller are sinful. The seller may falsely tell the buyer that he, that is the seller, has previously bought the goods at a certain price, which is in reality higher than the actual price. Chapter on Selling by Auction Allah said, I saw the people seeing no harm in selling war booty by auction. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, a man decided that a slave of his would be manumitted after his death, and later on he was in need of money. 
So the Prophet, peace be upon him, took the slave and said, Who will buy this slave from me? Nu'aym bin Abdullah bought him for such price, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, gave him the slave. Chapter on An-Najash And whoever said, A bargain carried out in such a way, Najash is not valid. Ibn Abi Awfa said, One who practices Najash is a riba-eating trader, and such a practice is a false trick which is forbidden. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Deception would lead to the fire, hell, and whoever does a deed which we have not ordered anyone to do, or is not in accord with our religion of Islamic monotheism, then that deed will not be accepted. See Hadith number 2697. Also see Fath al-Bari. Footnote An-Najish A trick of offering a very high price for something without the intention of buying it, but just to allure and cheat somebody else who really wants to buy it, although it is not worth such a high price. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade Najish. Chapter on Al-Gharar, the sale of what is not present, and Habalil Habala, that is, the sale of what is in the womb of an animal. Footnote An example of Al-Gharar sale is to sell fish that are still not caught, or a bird that has not been caught yet, etc. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the sale called Habalil Habala, which was a kind of sale practiced in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. One would pay the price of a she-camel, which was not born yet, and would be born by the immediate offspring of an extant she-camel. Chapter on Al-Limas or Malamasa sale, that is, by touching the thing only and not looking at it. Footnote The sale of Malamasa has different forms. The sale becomes valid on the buyers touching the clothes without checking or looking at them. For example, one brings a folded garment, or in the dark, and the buyer offers a price, and the owner of the garment says, I sell it to you on condition that you will only touch it, not see it. And if you see it, you have no option to cancel the sale. Anna said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade it. That is, Al-Mulamasa sale. Narrated Abu Sa'id, May Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the selling by Munabada, that is, to sell one's garment by casting it to the buyer, not allowing him to examine or see it. Similarly, he forbade the selling by Mulamasa. Mulamasa is to buy a garment, for example, by merrily touching it, not looking at it. Footnote The sale of Munabada is like gambling. Two persons may agree to barter one thing for another without seeing or checking either of them. One may say to another, I barter my garment for your garment, and the sale is achieved without either of them seeing the garment of the other. Or one may say, I give you what I have, and you give me what you have. And thus they buy from each other without knowing how much each has had. Narrated Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with him. 
the Prophet peace be upon him forbade two kinds of dressing. One of them is to sit with one's legs drawn up while wrapped in one garment. The other is to lift that garment on one's shoulders. And also forbade two kinds of sail, al-limas and al-nibad. Chapter on Selling by Munabada And Anas said, The Prophet peace be upon him forbade such sail. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade selling by Mulamasa and Munabada. Narrated Abu Sa'id, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade two kinds of dresses and two kinds of sale, that is, Mulamasa and Munabada. Chapter on the seller is not allowed to keep camels, cows, sheep, or any other animal unmilked for a long time, so as to get more price by cheating. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Don't keep camels and sheep unmilked for a long time, for whoever buys such an animal has the option to milk it and then either to keep it or return it to the owner along with one sara of dates. Some narrated from Ibn Sirin that the Prophet peace be upon him had said, One sara of wheat, and he has the option for three days and some narrated from Ibn Sirin, a sara of dates, not mentioning the option for three days, but a sara of dates is mentioned in the most of the narrations. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, whoever buys a sheep which has not been milked for a long time has the option of returning it along with one sara of dates, and the Prophet peace be upon him forbade going to meet the seller on the way as he has no knowledge of the market price, and he may sell his goods at a low price. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not go forward to meet the caravan, to buy from it on the way before it reaches the town, and do not urge buyers to cancel their purchases, to sell them, your own goods, yourselves, and do not practice Najesh. A town dweller should not sell the goods for the desert dweller. Do not leave sheep unmilked for a long time when they are on sale. And whoever buys such an animal has the option of returning it, after milking it, along with a sara of dates or keeping it. Chapter on the option of returning an animal, after milking it, along with a sara of dates, as the price of the milk, if it has been kept unmilked, for a long period by the seller, to deceive others. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Whoever buys a sheep which has been kept unmilked for a long period, and milks it, can keep it if he is satisfied. And if he is not satisfied, he can return it, but he should pay one sara of dates for the milk. Chapter on the Selling of an Adulterer Slave and Shurayh said, The buyer can return him to the owner if he wishes because of illegal sexual intercourse. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, If a slave girl commits illegal sexual intercourse and it is proved beyond doubt, then her owner should lash her and should not blame her after the legal punishment. And then, if she repeats the illegal sexual intercourse, he should lash her again, 
and should not blame her after the legal punishment. And if she commits it a third time, then he should sell her even for a hair rope. Narrated Abu Huraira and Zayd bin Khalid, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was asked about the slave girl, if she was a virgin and committed illegal sexual intercourse. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If she committed sexual intercourse, lash her. And if she did it a second time, then lash her again. And if she repeated the third time, then sell her even for a hair rope. Ibn Shihab said, I don't know whether to sell her after the third or fourth offense. Chapter on Dealing with Women in Selling and Buying Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to me and I told him about the slave girl, Barida. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Buy and manumit her, for the wala is for the one who manumits. In the evening the Prophet, peace be upon him, got up and glorified Allah as he deserved, and then he said, Why do some people impose conditions which are not present in Allah's book? Laws. Whoever imposes such a condition as is not in Allah's laws, then that condition is invalid, even if he imposes one hundred conditions, for Allah's conditions are the truth and the most reliable. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, wanted to buy Barida, and he, the Prophet peace be upon him, went out for the salah. When he returned, she told him that they, her masters, refused to sell her except on the condition that her wala would go to them. The Prophet peace be upon him replied, the wala would go to him who manumits. Hammam asked Nafir whether her, Barida's husband, was a free man or a slave. He replied that he did not know. Footnote Al-Wala is a right to inherit the property of a freed slave to the person who has freed him. A hadith has made it clear that wala is a part like a lineage. It cannot be sold or gifted. So selling it or offering it as a gift is prohibited. Chapter on Is it permissible for a person from the town to sell the goods of a desert dweller without taking commission? Should he help him or try to advise him? The Prophet peace be upon him said, If somebody asked the advice of somebody else, then the latter should advise him. Allah allowed it, selling the goods of a desert dweller by a town dweller. Narrated Jarir, may Allah be pleased with him, I gave the bayar pledge to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, for the following. 1. To testify that La ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad rasulullah None has the right to be worshipped but Allah and Muhammad is Allah's Messenger. 2. Iqam salah 3. To pay the zakah 4. To listen to and obey Allah's and His Prophet's orders. 5. To be sincere and true to every Muslim, that is, order them for Al-Ma'ruf, Islamic monotheism, and all that Islamic orders one to do, and forbid them from Al-Munkar, disbelief and polytheism,
and all that Islam has forbidden, and to help them, and to be merciful and kind to them. See Hadith 57 and its chapter. Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not go to meet the caravans on the way for buying their goods without letting them know the marketplace. A town dweller should not sell the goods of a desert dweller on behalf of the latter. Ibn Abbas was asked, What does he mean by not selling the goods of a desert dweller by a town dweller? He said, He should not become his broker. Chapter on whoever hated that an urban person should sell the goods of a desert dweller and charge him for that. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of the goods of a desert dweller by a town person. Chapter on a town dweller should not buy goods for a desert dweller and charge commission as a broker. Ibn Sirin and Ibrahim disliked working as a broker for a desert dweller, whether as a seller or a buyer. Ibrahim said, Arabs use the word to buy in the meaning of to sell. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, A buyer should not urge a seller to restore a purchase so as to buy it himself, and do not practice najish and a town dweller should not sell goods of a desert dweller. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, we were forbidden that a town dweller should sell goods of a desert dweller. Chapter on It is Forbidden to Meet the Caravans on the Way to Buy the Goods Away from the Market, and the one who buys them, his bargain is invalid, as he is a sinner if he knows it. For it is a kind of deceit, and deceit is forbidden. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him forbade the meeting of caravans on the way and the selling of goods by an inhabitant of the town on behalf of a desert dweller. Narrated Qaus, I asked Ibn Abbas, what is the meaning of no town dweller should sell or buy on behalf of a desert dweller? Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with him, said. It means he should not become his broker. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, whoever buys an animal which has been kept unmilked for a long time could return it, but has to pay a sara of dates along with it. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade meeting the owners of goods on the way, away from the market. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, You should not try to cancel the purchases of one another to get a benefit thereof, and do not go ahead to meet the caravan for buying the goods, but wait till it reaches the market. Chapter on the Limits to Which One Can Go Ahead to Meet the Caravan Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, we used to go ahead to meet the caravan and used to buy foodstuff from them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade us to sell it till the foodstuff has reached the market. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, some people used to buy foodstuff at the head of the market 
and used to sell it on the spot. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade them to sell it till they brought it to their places. Chapter on If Somebody Imposes Conditions in Selling Which Are Forbidden In or Are Against the Islamic Law. Narrated Urwa, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Barida came to me and said, I have agreed with my masters to pay them nine Urqiyah of gold in installments. One Urqiyah per year. Please help me. I said, I am ready to pay the whole amount now, provided your masters agree that your wala will be for me. So Barida went to her masters and told them about that offer, but they refused to accept it. She returned, and at that time, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was sitting, present. Barida said, I told them of the offer, but they did not accept it and insisted on having the wala. The Prophet, peace be upon him, heard that. Raisha narrated the whole story to the Prophet, peace be upon him. He said to her, Buy her and stipulate that her wala would be yours, as the wala is for the manumitter. Raisha did so. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stood up in front of the people. And after glorifying Allah, he said, Amma ba'd, that is, then after. What about the people who impose conditions which are not in Allah's book, laws? Any condition that is not in Allah's book, laws, is invalid, even if there were one hundred conditions. For Allah's decisions are the right ones, and His conditions are the strong ones, firmer, and the wala will be the manumitter. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Aisha, mother of the believers, wanted to buy a slave girl and manumit her. But her masters said that they would sell her only on the condition that her wala would be for them. Aisha told Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, of that. He said, What they stipulate should not hinder you from buying her, as the wala is for the manumitter. Chapter on Selling of Dates for Dates Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, The selling of wheat for wheat is riba, usury, except if it is from hand to hand and equal in amount. Similarly, the selling of barley for barley is riba, except if it is from hand to hand and equal in amount. And dates for dates is usury except if it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount. See Riba al-Fadl in the Glossary. Chapter on the Selling of Dried Grapes for Dried Grapes and Meals for Meals Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade Muzabana, and Muzabana is the selling of fresh dates for dried old dates by measure and the selling of fresh grapes for dried grapes by measure. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him forbade Muzabana, and Muzabana is the selling of fresh fruit, without measuring it, for something by measure on the basis that if that thing turns to be more than the fruit, the increase would be for the seller of the fruit, and if it turns to be less, that would be of his lot.
narrated Ibn Umar from Zayd bin Thabit. May Allah be pleased with them that the Prophet peace be upon him allowed the selling of the fruits on the trees after estimation, when they are ripe. Chapter on Selling of Barley for Barley Narrated Ibn Shahab that Malik bin Arus said, I was in need of change for one hundred dinar. Falha bin Ubaidullah called me, and we discussed the matter. And he agreed to change my dinar. He took the gold pieces and turned and toppled them with his hands, and then said, Wait till my storekeeper comes from the forest. Umar was listening to that and said, By Allah, you should not separate from Talha till you get the money from him. For Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The selling of gold for gold is riba, usury, except if the exchange is from hand to hand, and equal in amount. And similarly, the selling of wheat for wheat is riba, unless it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount. And the selling of barley for barley is usury, unless it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount. And dates for dates is usury, unless it is from hand to hand, and equal in amount. Chapter on Selling of Gold for Gold Narrated Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Don't sell gold for gold unless equal in weight, nor silver for silver, unless equal in weight. But you could sell gold for silver, or silver for gold as you like. Chapter on Selling of Silver for Silver Narrated Abu Sa'id concerning exchange, that he heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Do not sell gold for gold, unless equal in weight, and do not sell silver, for silver unless equal in weight. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not sell gold for gold, unless equivalent in weight, and from hand to hand, and do not sell less amount for greater amount, or vice versa, and do not sell silver for silver, unless equivalent in weight, from hand to hand, and do not sell less amount for greater amount, or vice versa. And do not sell gold or silver that is not present at the moment of exchange for gold or silver that is present. Chapter on Selling of Dinar for Dinar on Credit Narrated Abu Salih as Zayyad, I heard Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, saying, The selling of a dinar for a dinar and a dirham for a dirham, is permissible. I said to him, Ibn Abbas does not say the same. Abu Sa'id replied, I asked Ibn Abbas whether he had heard it from the Prophet, peace be upon him, or seen it in the holy book. Ibn Abbas replied, I do not claim that, and you know Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, better than I. But Usama informed me that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had said, there is no riba, usury, in money exchange, except when it is not done from hand to hand, that is, when there is delay in payment. Chapter on Selling of Silver for Gold on Delayed Payment Narrated Abu al-Minhal I asked al-Bara bin Azib 
and Zayd bin Arqam, may Allah be pleased with them, about money exchanges. Each of them said, He is better than I. And both of them said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of silver for gold on credit. Chapter on Selling of Gold for Silver from Hand to Hand That is, Cash Down Narrated Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr that his father, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of gold for gold and silver for silver, except if they are equivalent in weight and from hand to hand, and allowed us to sell gold for silver and vice versa, as we wished. Chapter on the sale called Al-Muzabana, which is the sale of dried dates for fresh ones that are still on the trees, and dried grapes for fresh grapes, and the sale called Al-Araya, that is, the selling of ripe fresh date, still over the palms, by means of estimation for dry dates. Anna said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade the sales called Muzabana and Muhaqala. That is, to sell wheat in ears for pure wheat. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not sell fruits of dates until they become free from all the dangers of being spoiled or blighted, and do not sell fresh dates for dry dates. Salim and Abdullah added that Zaid bin Thabit said, Later on, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, permitted the selling of ripe fruits on trees for fresh dates or dried dates in Bay'al Araya and did not allow it for any other kind of sale. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade Muzabana. And Muzabana means the selling of fresh dates on the trees for dried dates by measure and also the selling of fresh grapes for dried grapes by measure. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade Muzabana and Muhaqala, and Muzabana, that is, the selling of fresh dates, still on the trees for dried plucked dates by measure. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade Muzabana, and Muhaqala. Narrated Zayd bin Thabit, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, allowed the owner of Araya to sell the fruits on the trees by means of estimation. Footnote Araya, the selling of fresh dates, still over the palm tree, by means of estimation, for dry, plucked dates, and it is an exception. Also, See the glossary and hadith number 2192 and its chapter 84. Chapter on the selling of dates still on trees for gold or silver. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him forbade the selling of fruits unless they get ripe and none of them should be sold except for dinar or dirham. That is money except araya trees, the dates of which could be sold for dates. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him allowed the sale of the dates of araya 
provided they were about five ausok, that is, approximately 675 kgs. Singular, wasq, which means 60 sara, or less in amount. Narrated Sahal bin Abu Hafma. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of fruits, fresh dates, for dried dates, but allowed the sale of fruits on the araya by estimation, and their new owners might eat their dates fresh. Sufyan, in another narration, said, I told Yahya, a sub-narrator, when I was a mere boy, Makans say that the Prophet, peace be upon him, allowed them the sale of the fruits on araya by estimation. Yahya asked, How do the Makans know about it? I replied, They narrated it from the Prophet, peace be upon him, through Jabir. On that, Yahya kept quiet. Sufyan said, I meant that Jabir belonged to Al-Madina. Sufyan was asked whether in Jabir's narration there was any prohibition of selling fruits before their benefit is evident. That is, no dangers of being spoiled or blighted. He replied that there was none. Chapter on the Explanation of Araya Malik said, Araya, plural Araya, means that a person gives a date palm, that is, its product of dates, as a gift to another person, and then the giver is troubled by the latter's coming to the giver's private garden to cut the dates. So the giver is allowed to purchase those date fruits with dried dates. Ibn Idris said, The sale of the dates of an ariya should be for measured dates, delivered from hand to hand, and not to be done at random. The saying of Sahal bin Hathma confirms this verdict, that is, that the exchange of dates should not be at random, but by measure of al-suq. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Al-Araya meant to give one or two date palms to someone. Sufyan bin Hussein said, Al-Araya were date palms given as a gift to the poor, who could not wait till the fruits were ripe so they were allowed to sell them for dates as they wished. Narrated Ibn Umar from Zayd bin Thabit, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, allowed the sale of araya by estimating the dates on them for measured amounts of dried dates. Musa bin Uqba said, Al-Araya were distinguished date palms. One could come and buy them. That is, their fruits. Chapter on the sale of fruits before their benefit is evident. That is, they are free from all the dangers of being spoiled or belighted. Zayd bin Thabit, may Allah be pleased with him, said, In the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, the people used to trade with fruits. When they cut their date fruits, and the purchasers came to receive their rights, the sellers would say, My dates have got rotten. They are belighted with disease. They are afflicted with Qusham, a disease which causes the fruit to fall before ripening. They would go on complaining of defects in their purchases. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not sell the fruits before their benefit is evident. That is, 
free from all the dangers of being spoiled or belighted, by way of advice, for they quarreled too much. Kharija bin Zayd bin Thabit said that Zayd bin Thabit, may Allah be pleased with him, used not to sell the fruits of his land till Pleiades appeared and one could distinguish the yellow fruits from the red, ripe ones. Footnote Pleiades is the collection of stars which start to appear at dawn in the early summer when it gets very hot in Hejaz at the early season of the ripening of fruits. The appearance of these stars is a sign of the ripening of dates. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the sale of fruits till their benefit is evident. He forbade both the seller and the buyer of such a sale. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the sale of date fruits till they were ripe. Abu Abdullah al-Bukhari said, That means, till they were red, can be eaten. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him forbade the sale of date fruits till they were red or yellow and fit for eating. Chapter on the sale of date palms, date trees, before their benefit is evident, that is, their dates are ripe. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade the sale of fruits till their benefit is evident, and the sale of date palms till the dates are almost ripe. He was asked, what are almost ripe meant? He replied, got red and yellow. Chapter on if somebody sells fruits before their benefit is evident and free from blights and then they get afflicted with some defects. They will be given back to the seller. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade the sale of fruits till they are almost ripe. He was asked, what is meant by are almost ripe? He replied, till they become red. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, further said, if Allah spoiled the fruits, what right would one have to take the money of one's brother? Narrated Ibn Shihab If somebody bought fruits before their benefit is evident, and then the fruits were spoiled with blights, the loss would be suffered by the owner, not the buyer. Narrated Ibn Umar May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not sell or buy fruits before their benefit was evident, and do not sell fresh fruits, dates, for dry dates. Chapter on to buy foodstuff on credit. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The Prophet, peace be upon him, bought some foodstuff from a Jew on credit and mortgaged his armor to him. Chapter on if one wishes to buy a better quality of dates for a low quality of dates, that is a kind of riba, usury, and is called riba al-fadl. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri and Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with them, 
Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, appointed somebody as a governor of Khaybar. That governor brought to him an excellent kind of dates from Khaybar. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked, Are all the dates of Khaybar like this? He replied, By Allah, no, O Allah's Messenger. But we barter one sara of this type of dates from two sara of dates of ours and two sara of it for three of ours. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not do so, as that is a kind of riba, but sell the mixed dates of inferior quality for money, and then buy good dates with money. Chapter on whoever sold or rented date palms which were pollinated or land which was sown with wheat or barley. Narrated Nafir, the freed slave of Ibn Umar, if pollinated date palms are sold and nothing is mentioned in the contract about their fruits, the fruits will go to the person who has pollinated them, and so will be the case with the slave and the cultivator. Nafir mentioned those three things. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, If somebody sells pollinated date palms, the fruits will be for the seller, unless the buyer stipulates that they will be for himself, and the seller agrees. Chapter on the Sale of Unharvested Crops for a Measured Quantity of Foodstuff Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade al-Muzabana, that is, to sell ungathered dates of one's garden for measured dry dates or fresh ungathered grapes for measured dried grapes or standing crops for measured quantity of foodstuff. He forbade all such bargains. Chapter on the Sale of Date Palms Completely With Roots and Stems Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever pollinates date palms and then sells them, the fruits will belong to him unless the buyer stipulates that the fruits should belong to him, and the seller agrees. Chapter on Bay' al-Mukhadara The Sale of Grains or Vegetables Before Their Benefit Is Evident Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade Muhaqala, Mukhadara, Mulamasa, Munabada, and Muzabana. See glossary and previous ahadith for the meaning of these terms. Narrated Humayd, Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade the selling of dates till they were almost ripe. We asked Anas, What does almost ripe mean? He replied, They get red and yellow. The Prophet peace be upon him added, If Allah destroyed the fruits present on the trees, what right would the seller have to take the money of his brother, somebody else? Chapter on the Sale and Eating of Spadix Edible Pith growing at the upper part of the trunk of a palm tree. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, I was with the Prophet, peace be upon him, while he was eating spadix. He said, 
From the trees there is a tree which resembles a faithful believer. I wanted to say that it was the date palm, but I was the youngest among them, so I kept quiet. He added, It is the date palm. Chapter on In Cases Where There Is No Fixed Judgment The traditions and conventions of each community are to be referred to to deduce a judgment in such matters as sales, renting, measuring, and weighing. Shuraih told the weavers, You are permitted to follow your own conventions to solve your problems. It is legal for you to stick to your traditions and bargain. Narrated Abdul Wahab, Ayyub said he heard from Muhammad, who said, There is no harm in selling for eleven, what you buy for ten, and you are allowed to take a profit for expenses. The Prophet, peace be upon him, told Hind, Take what is reasonable and sufficient for you and your sons. Allah says, Whoever is poor can eat from the orphan's property what is just and reasonable according to his labors. Quran, chapter 4, verse 6. Al-Hassan hired a donkey from Abdullah bin Mirdas and asked him about the hire. The latter replied that it was from two daniq. A daniq equals one-sixth dirham. So Al-Hassan rode away. Another time, Al-Hassan came to Abdullah bin Mirdas and asked him to hire the donkey to him and rode away without asking him about the hire. But he sent him half a dirham. Footnote. Al-Hassan did not ask about the hire the second time, depending on what they had agreed upon the first time. He sent Abdullah more than what was due out of generosity. Narrated Anas bin Malik. May Allah be pleased with him. Abu Taiba copped Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. And so, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered that a sara of dates be paid to him, and ordered his masters, for he was a slave, to reduce his tax. Footnote. Slaves had to pay their masters certain taxes. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with them, Hind, the mother of Mu'aviyah said to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, Abu Sufyan, her husband, is a miser. Am I allowed to take from his money secretly? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to her, You and your sons may take what is sufficient, just and reasonable. Narrated Urwa, I heard Aisha saying the holy verse, Whoever amongst guardians is rich, he should take no wages, but if he is poor, let him have for himself what is just and reasonable, according to his labor. Quran, chapter 4, verse 6, was revealed concerning the guardian of the orphans who looks after them and manages favorably their financial affairs. If the guardian is poor, he could have from it what is just and reasonable, according to his labor. Chapter on Selling of a Joint Property by One Partner to the Other Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gave preemption to the partner in every joint property. But if the boundaries of the property were demarcated or 
the ways and streets were fixed, then there was no preemption. Chapter on the Sale of Undivided Common Land, Buildings and Belongings Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, decided the validity of preemption in every joint undivided property. But if the boundaries were well marked, or the ways and streets were fixed, then there was no preemption. Narrated Abdul Wahid, the same as above, but said, in every joint, undivided thing. Narrated Hisham from Marmar, the same as above, but said, in every property. Chapter on if somebody buys something from another without his permission and the latter accepts it. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, While three persons were walking, rain began to fall, and they had to enter a cave in a mountain. A big rock rolled over and blocked the mouth of the cave. They said to each other, Invoke Allah with the best deed you have performed, so that Allah might remove the rock. One of them said, O Allah, my parents were old, and I used to go out for to graze my animals. On my return, I would milk the animals and take the milk in a vessel to my parents to drink. After they had drunk from it, I would give it to my children, family and wife. One day I was delayed, and on my return, I found my parents sleeping, and I disliked to wake them up. The children were crying at my feet because of hunger. That state of affairs continued till it was done. O Allah, if you regard that, I did it only for your sake. Then please remove this rock so that we may see the sky. So the rock was moved a bit. The second said, O Allah, you know that I was in love with a cousin of mine, like the deepest love of a man may have for a woman. And she told me that I would not get my desire fulfilled unless I paid her one hundred dinar, gold pieces. So I struggled for it till I gathered the desired amount. And when I sat in between her legs, she told me to be afraid of Allah and asked me not to deflower her except rightfully, by marriage. So I got up and left her. O Allah, if you regard that, I did it only for your sake. Kindly remove this rock. So two-thirds of the rock was removed. Then the third man said, O Allah, no doubt, you know that once I employed a worker for one faraq, three sara of millet, and when I wanted to pay him, he refused to take it. So I sowed it, and from its yield I bought cows and a shepherd. After a time that man came and demanded his money. I said to him, Go to those cows and the shepherd, and take them, for they are for you. He asked me whether I was joking with him. I told him that I was not joking with him, and all that belonged to him. O oh Allah, if you regard that I did it only for your sake, then please remove the rock. So the rock was removed completely.
from the mouth of the cave. See Volume 4, Hadith number 3465. Chapter on Buying and Selling with Mushrikun, Pagans, and with the Enemy of War. Narrated Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with them. We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, when a tall mushrik with long, matted, unkempt hair came driving his sheep. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked him, Are those sheep for sale or for gifts? The mushrik replied, They are for sale. The Prophet, peace be upon him, bought one sheep from him. Chapter on the Purchase of a Slave from the Enemy at War and Giving Him to Somebody as a Gift and Manumitting Him The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Salman to make a contract of his manumission with his masters. In reality, Salman was a free man, but the Mushrikun oppressed him and sold him. Ammar, Suhaib, and Bilal were taken as captives in war booty. Allah said, And Allah has preferred some of you above others in wealth and properties. Then those who are preferred will by no means hand over their wealth and properties to those slaves whom their right hand possess, so that they may be equal with them in respect thereof. Do they then deny the favor of Allah? Quran, chapter 16, verse 71. Footnote. This example, Allah has set forth for the pagans, etc., who associate false deities with Allah, that they would not agree to share their wealth with their slaves. Then how they agree to share false deities with Allah in His worship. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The Prophet Ibrahim, Abraham, peace be upon him, emigrated with Sarah and entered a village where there was a king from amongst the kings, or a tyrant from amongst the tyrants. The king was told that Ibrahim, Abraham, had entered the village, accompanied by a woman who was one of the most charming women. So the king sent for Ibrahim and asked, O Ibrahim, Abraham, who is this lady accompanying you? Ibrahim replied, She is my sister, that is, in religion. Then Ibrahim, Abraham returned to her and said, Do not contradict my statement, for I have informed them that you are my sister. By Allah, there are no true believers on the earth except you and I. Then Ibrahim, Abraham sent her to the king. When the king got to her, she got up and performed ablution, offered salah, prayer, and said, O Allah, if I have believed in you and your messenger and have saved my private parts from everybody except my husband, then please do not let this disbeliever overpower me. On that, the king fell in a state of unconsciousness or had an epileptic fit, and started moving his legs. On seeing the condition of the king, Sarah said, O Allah, if he should die, the people will say that I have killed him. The king regained his power, 
and proceeded towards her, but she got up again and performed ablution, offered salah, and said, O Allah, if I have believed in you and your messenger and have kept my private parts safe from all except my husband, then please do not let this disbeliever overpower me. The king again fell in a state of unconsciousness or had an epileptic fit and started moving his legs. On seeing that state of the king, Sarah said, O Allah, if he should die, the people will say that I have killed him. The king got either two or three attacks, and after recovering from the last attack, he said, By Allah, you have sent a satin to me. Take her to Ibrahim, Abraham, peace be upon him, and give her Rajar, Hagar. So he came back to Ibrahim, Abraham, and said, Allah humiliated the disbeliever and gave us a slave girl for service. Footnote Ibrahim, Abraham, peace be upon him, accepted the gift from the infidel. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Sa'ad bin Abi Baqas and Abd bin Zamar quarreled over a boy. Sa'ad said, O Allah's messenger, this boy is the son of my brother, Utbah bin Abi Waqas, who took a promise from me that I would take him as he was his illegal son. Look at him and see whom he resembles. Abd bin Zamar said, O Allah's messenger, this is my brother and was born on my father's bed from his slave girl. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, cast a look at the boy and found definite resemblance to Utba, and then said, The boy is for you, O Abd ibn Zamara. The child goes to the owner of the bed on which he was born, and the adulterer gets nothing but the stones. Despair, that is, to be stoned to death. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Sauda binti Zamara, screen yourself from this boy. So Sauda never saw him again. Narrated Sa'ad that his father said, Abdurrahman bin Auf said to Suhaib, Fear Allah and do not ascribe yourself to somebody other than your father. Suhaib replied, I would not like to say it even if I were given large amounts of money, but I say I was kidnapped in my childhood. Narrated Urwa bin Zubair, Hakim bin Hizam said, O Allah's Messenger, I used to do good deeds in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, such as keeping good relations with my kith and kin, manumitting slaves and given alms. Shall I receive a reward for all that? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, replied, You embraced Islam with all the good deeds which you did in the past. Chapter on the Hides of Dead Animals Before Tanning Narrated Abdullah bin Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, once Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, passed by a dead sheep and said to the people, Wouldn't you benefit by its skin? The people replied that it was dead. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, But its eating only is illegal. Chapter on the Killing of Pigs and Jabir said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, made the sale of pigs illegal. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. 
Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, By him, Allah, in whose hands my soul is, surely the son of Maryam, Mary, Isa, Jesus, will shortly descend amongst you people, Muslims, and will judge mankind justly by the law of the Qur'an as a just ruler, and will break the cross and kill the pigs, and abolish the jizya, tax taken from the non-Muslims, who are under the protection of the Muslim government. This jizya tax will not be accepted by Isa, Jesus, peace be upon him. Then there will be abundance of money and nobody will accept charitable gifts. See Fath al-Bari for details. Footnote Isa, Jesus, the son of Maryam, Mary, peace be upon him, will descend as a leader of the Muslims. And it is a severe warning to the Christians who claim to be the followers of Isa, Jesus, and he will break the cross and kill the pigs. And he, peace be upon him, will abolish the jizya tax and all mankind will be required to embrace Islam with no other alternative. Chapter on the fat of the dead animal should not be melted, nor should it be sold. Jabir narrated this from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, once Umar was informed that a certain man has sold an alcoholic drink. Umar said, May Allah curse him. Doesn't he know that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, May Allah curse the Jews, for Allah has forbidden them to eat the fat of animals. But they melted it and sold it. Footnote This indicates that it is not permissible to sell a thing which is illegal to eat. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, May Allah curse the Jews, because Allah made fat illegal for them, but they sold it and ate its price. Chapter on Selling of the Pictures of Inanimated Objects Having No Souls and What is Hated from That Narrated Sa'id bin Abul Hassan while I was with Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, a man came and said, O father of Abbas, I am a human being, and my sustenance is from my manual profession, and I make these pictures. Ibn Abbas said, I will tell you only what I heard from Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. I heard him saying, Whoever makes a picture will be punished by Allah till he puts soul, life in it and if he will never be able to put soul in it. Hearing this, that man heaved a sigh, and his face turned pale. Ibn Abbas said to him, What a pity! If you insist on making pictures, I advise you to make pictures of trees and any other inanimated objects having no souls. See Fath al-Bari for details. Chapter on Trade of Alcoholic Drinks is Illegal Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, made the trade of alcoholic drinks illegal. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. When the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah were revealed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, went out of his house to the mosque and said, 
the trade of alcoholic drinks has been made illegal. Chapter on the Sin of a Person Who Sells a Free Man, Knowingly and Intentionally Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah says, I will be against three persons on the day of resurrection. One, one who makes a covenant in my name, but he proves treacherous. Two, one who sells a free person as a slave and eats the price. Three, and one who employs a laborer and gets the full work done by him, but does not pay him his wages. Chapter on the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered the Jews to sell their land when he exiled them, drove them out of Al-Madinah. Chapter on the sale of a slave for a slave, and an animal for an animal on credit. And Ibn Umar bought a mount, riding camel, for four camels, which he promised to deliver at Ar-Rabadha. Ibn Abbas said, one camel may be better than two. Rafir bin Khadij once bought a camel for two camels, and he delivered one instantly, and said, If Allah will, I will bring you the other tomorrow without delay. And said Ibn al-Musayyib, There is no riba in animals, that is, in selling one camel for two, or one sheep for two sheep on credit. Ibn Sirin said, there is no harm in selling one camel for two on credit. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. Amongst the captives was Sophia. First she was given to Dihya al-Kalbi, and then to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Footnote When the Prophet, peace be upon him, took Sophia for himself, he told Dihya to choose another girl from among the captives. So this case is kind of buying a slave on credit. See Fath al-Bari. Chapter on the Sale of Slaves Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, that while he was sitting with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, an Ansari man came and said, O Allah's Messenger, we get female captives as our share of booty, and we are interested in their prices. What is your opinion about coitus interruptus? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do you really do that? It is better for you not to do it. No soul, that which Allah has destined to exist, but will surely come into existence. See Fath al-Bari Chapter on the Sale of Mudabbar That is, A Slave who is promised by his master to be manumitted after the latter's death. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sold a mudabbar on behalf of his master, who was still living and was in need of money. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sold a mudabbar. See Fath al-Bari. Narrated Zayd bin Khalid and Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with them, that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was asked about an unmarried slave girl who committed illegal sexual intercourse. They heard him saying, Flog her, and if she commits illegal sexual intercourse again after that, flog her again. 
and on the third, or the fourth, offense, sell her. Footnote. A slave girl committing illegal sexual intercourse is punished with fifty lashes, which are half the lashes given to a free unmarried person. Stoning is not prescribed for slaves committing illegal sexual intercourse. Footnote. The narrator is not sure whether the Prophet peace be upon him said the third or the fourth offense. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, If a slave girl of yours commits illegal sexual intercourse, and her illegal sexual intercourse is proved, she should be lashed. And after that, nobody should blame her. And if she commits illegal sexual intercourse the second time, she should be lashed, and nobody should blame her after that. And if she does the offense for the third time, and her illegal sexual intercourse is proved, she should be sold, even for a hair rope. Chapter on One Can Travel with a Slave Girl Without Knowing Whether She is Pregnant or Not Al-Hassan found no harm in her master's kissing or fonding with her. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, If a slave girl who is suitable to have sexual relations is given to somebody as a gift, or sold, or manumitted, her master should not have a sexual intercourse with her before she gets one menstruation, so as to be sure of absence of pregnancy, and there is no such necessity for a virgin. Allah said, There is no harm in fonding with one's pregnant slave girl without having sexual intercourse with her. Allah said, Except with their wives and the woman's slaves, whom their right hands possess. Quran, Chapter 70, Verse 30 Footnote There is no harm in fonding with one's pregnant slave girl means pregnant from another man, not her master. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him, came to Khaybar, and when Allah made him victorious, and he conquered the town by breaking the enemy's defense, the beauty of Safiya binti Huyi bin Akhtab was mentioned to him. Her husband had been killed while she was a bride. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him selected her for himself, and he set out in her company till he reached Sadarroha, where her menses were over, and he married her. Then, hais, a kind of meal, was prepared and served on a small leather sheet used for serving meals. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, then said to me, Inform those who are around you about the wedding banquet. So that was the marriage banquet given by Allah's Messenger for his marriage with Sophia. After that, we proceeded to Al-Madina, and I saw that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was covering her with a cloak, while she was behind him. Then he would sit beside his camel, and let Safiya put her feet on his knees to ride the camel. Chapter on the Sale of Dead Animals and Idols Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, In the year of conquest of Mecca, I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Allah and his Messenger, made illegal the trade of alcoholic liquors, dead animals, pigs, and idols. The people asked, O Allah's Messenger, what about the fad of dead animals? 
for it was used for greasing the boats and the hides, and people use it for lights. He said, No, it is illegal. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, further said, May Allah curse the Jews, for Allah made the fat of animals illegal for them. Yet they melted the fat and sold it and ate its price. Chapter on the Price of a Dog Narrated Abu Masood al-Ansari, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade taking the price of a dog, money earned by prostitution, and the earnings of a soothsayer. Narrated Aun bin Abu Juhayfa, I saw my father buying a slave whose profession was cupping, and ordered that his instruments of cupping be broken. I asked him the reason for doing so. He replied, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, prohibited taking money for blood, the price of a dog, and the earnings of a slave girl by prostitution. He, peace be upon him, cursed her who tattoos, and her who gets tattooed, the eater of riba, usury, and also the one who gives it and the maker of pictures. <laughs>